What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. One of the hardest things not to take for granted is the presence of a loved one. As we go through our daily routines of life, we get used to seeing our loved ones as an important part of it. For example, returning home from a long day of work and knowing that your children will be home from school is a reality that countless parents face in this world. But there is a dark side to this expectation. Just about every parent dreads the day that they return home and their children aren't there. Just like the case of a young mother whose twin girls went out to get candy and never made it back home. That mother has spent years of her life having no idea what happened to her girls. To make matters worse, she was fighting against a disinterested investigative team. That team would leave this mother with a case that had far more questions than answers. A case that has not gotten anywhere near the attention that it deserves. This is the story of the Millbrook Twins. Jeanette and Danette Millbrook weren't merely twin sisters. They shared an unbreakable bond as best friends. At the age of 15, they continued to enjoy each other's company, doing nearly everything together. A true testament to how they were raised, the girls were far from troublemakers. In fact, they had a wide circle of friends and a supportive network of family in their hometown of Augusta, Georgia. So, when they failed to return home one evening, an understandable sense of concern consumed everyone who was close to them. An investigation would ensue, but it would face a very familiar roadblock. As one online publication astutely pointed out, the investigation into their disappearance seemed to falter almost as soon as it started. Sadly, the twins share that reality with many other cases of missing black girls. Last year, black women and girls made up approximately 18% of all missing persons cases, despite accounting for about 7% of the population. More than 271,000 women were reported missing in 2022. Nearly 98,000 of those cases were black women and girls. This is not new information. The numbers may change year to year, but it has been known for a long time that black girls receive little regard when they go missing. Yet here we find ourselves, 33 years later, still without any knowledge of the Millbrook twins' whereabouts, the events of that fateful day, and the frustrating decision by the investigators not to pursue their case. Our story unfolds in Augusta, Georgia, where Danette and Jeanette Milbrook started off their typical Sunday routine by attending church with their family. It was March 18, 1989. 
1990, and the girls had no idea that on this day, the events that began the mystery of their disappearance would take place. Following the church service, the girls took a walk to a nearby church's chicken for lunch. Upon returning home, they mentioned to their mother that they believed a mysterious van had been tailing them, which had left them feeling unsettled. Their mother, who often went by the name Miss Louise among friends and family, took their concerns seriously. She told her twin daughters to remain vigilant and very careful when they were out and about. Since she didn't see the van, she was having a hard time grasping the weight of the situation. Despite that struggle, her immense love and care for her daughters left her feeling a bit worried. She just wanted her girls to be safe. Afterward, the girls decided to visit their godfather's house to borrow some money for bus fare. He kindly handed them $20 and told them that they could treat themselves to snacks as well. The girls left his home at around 4 p.m. Their next move would be something that has stuck with the family for years. After leaving their godfather's house, they paid a visit to their cousin's residence and asked her something strange. They wanted to know if she would walk home with them. Unfortunately, their cousin couldn't join them because her mother knew that it was getting dark soon and didn't want her out in the streets at that time. The twins then went to their older sister's house where they had hoped she might be able to walk them home. However, their sister had recently given birth and wasn't feeling up to leaving the house at that time. The family found this very odd. The girls were familiar with the area and knew the way back home. For some reason, they were afraid to be alone that night. Unfortunately, that is exactly what wound up happening. The girls would eventually arrive at a gas station located at the intersection of 12th Street and Martin Luther King Boulevard. The store clerk, Gloria, recognized both of the girls and recalled their visit that evening as they purchased chips, candy, and soda. This was the last time anyone saw the girls. From that point on, the details of their journey remain shrouded in uncertainty forming a devastating mystery that remains to this day. One narrative suggests they were en route to a friend's house. Some accounts claim they reached their destination and then left shortly after. Strangely, other accounts claim that the girls never made it to their friend's house. What's odd about these conflicting reports is that they could have just asked the friend if the girls ever came over that night. But this would be just another example of what happens when the investigators seem disinterested in solving a case. When Jeanette and Danette failed to return home that evening, their mother attempted to contact the police to report them as missing. This was just two weeks before their 16th birthday. It was alleged that she was told the girls might be runaways, and she was told that she had to wait for 24 hours before filing an official report. The girls had an impeccable track record and had not done anything like this in the past. In essence, they were well-behaved individuals, not prone to causing trouble or engaging in risky behavior. It was clear to everyone who knew them that something profoundly troubling had occurred. 
After an agonizing 24-hour wait, the family officially reported the girls as missing. To their dismay, law enforcement appeared to maintain the belief that the girls were runaways, and their investigative efforts reflected that. According to their younger sister, Shanta Sturgis, the family was given devastating news. On April 8, 1993, the investigator on their case came out to the family home to tell their mother that the case was being closed because Danette and Jeanette had been located. Shanta claims that the investigator would then reach out to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. He asked them to remove Danette and Jeanette from their database. He told the family that, despite locating the girls, he couldn't make them return home because of their age. The family was skeptical. They believed that if the twins were out there or had been located, they would have contacted them in some way. The inconsistencies don't stop there. An officer claimed that the girls had been officially verified as safe and had been placed within the foster care system. According to that officer, they were eventually adopted. But further investigation into that claim showed that it was untrue. This situation is undoubtedly frustrating, not only for the affected families, but also for anyone who empathizes with the pain of not knowing where your children are. It is truly heart-wrenching to grapple with a sense of helplessness when spending years searching for missing loved ones and encountering a series of obstacles from those who are supposed to be helping you. Shanta vividly remembers their disappearance. She took it upon herself to conduct a search for her sisters. Starting in 2004, she embarked on a mission to reopen their case. She spent years appealing to law enforcement. It wasn't until 2013 that any progress was made. On June 5, 2013, Sheriff Richard Roundtree of Richmond County, who had assumed office in 2012, made the public decision to reopen the case. But when the sheriff looked into the case with the intention of reopening it, he was taken aback by a startling revelation. Not only had the case been inexplicably closed, but there was absolutely no trace of a case file to be found. It was as if the entire episode had been wiped from existence, leaving behind no records whatsoever. For a span of 23 years, the girls remained entirely absent from any official records or databases. Sheriff Roundtree essentially had to initiate the investigation from scratch. Collaborating with the family, he facilitated the entry of their DNA into the system, but no matches were found in the database. Shanta diligently pursued media attention for the case, but her efforts were largely disregarded. Due to financial constraints, they were unable to hire a private investigator and felt uncertain about their next steps. Fortunately, there were efforts to spread awareness outside of the family. In 2017, The Fall Line, a podcast specializing in cold cases, dedicated an entire season to the girl's story. And another podcast called Unresolved also featured their case in early 2018. Both podcasts joined forces to raise funds, ultimately offering a $10,000 reward and erecting a billboard in the hopes of bringing in tips and leads. In 2019, the Oxygen Network featured their case in a program titled 
the disappearance of the Millbrook twins. This exposure garnered some attention, but it has not brought anything substantial thus far. Despite Shanta's hard work, the question remains, what transpired on that spring day in Augusta, Georgia? Could it be connected to the mysterious van the twins had seen earlier on that day? Augusta shares its border with the Savannah River and the state of South Carolina. It is conveniently situated near prominent highways that connect to major cities like Charlotte, Columbia, and Atlanta. This proximity could potentially aid a swift escape for a kidnapper or human trafficker. There is no substantial evidence to indicate that these girls willingly departed on their own accord, and it seems likely that they would have reappeared by now if that were the case. Both Danette and Jeanette are African-American women with black hair and brown eyes. At the time of their disappearance, both had shoulder-length hair. Danette was dressed in a white shirt featuring Mickey Mouse, white jeans, and black shoes. Jeanette was wearing a blue pullover shirt, a white turtleneck, a beige skirt, white stockings, and white sneakers. In a crushingly sad twist, Luis's eldest daughter, whose DNA was submitted in 2017 to help with the case, died the following year, on the twins' birthday. This is just a testament to how long this family has gone without answers in this case. The tragedy of two young girls who have their whole lives ahead of them disappearing is a frequently told tale in this society. Sadly, we see the same resolution time and time again especially when those young girls are black. Their cases fade to the background and are long forgotten by the public at large. Their family has to live every day with the reality that the chances of finding their loved ones decrease with every passing moment. This is a reality that no one should have to face. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.